Auto Plaza Direct Kings Court starts now. St. Louis and all points north, east, south, and west. We welcome you in. This is the Monster Energy Drink, stl-cars.com, King's Court, on kevinslaytonshow.com. This is the live version where you get the unvarnished truth backed by facts and evidence. It's the only place you get that in America, really. I don't know of any other show that does that. There are a few that try it, but they don't succeed because they don't do their homework. It's that simple. But we bring you the truth, and we usually use other people's words to identify the truth. It's not very hard. There's so many liars in this country now. And we begin today on a sad note, because overnight, and when I woke up this morning early, I was greeted by the news that Toby Keith had passed away in his sleep overnight, 63 or 62 years old, I should say, 62 years old, had suffered from stomach cancer and complications from that since 2021 or 22, don't remember when he actually announced it, Joe Castiglione, who's the Oklahoma athletic director, was a very close friend of Toby Keith's. And I was texting with Joe this morning, and he said that he got the call around 3 a.m., and he said he's still reeling, he's still numb, even though close friends knew that the time was coming. It's amazing when you lose somebody of that magnitude. I mean, this guy was a giant, not only in the music industry, but a giant in the kindness industry. And when you hear people like Joe Castiglione talk about him, he keeps coming back to how genuine he was, how kind he was, how thoughtful he was, the things he did for residents uh, of Oklahoma after that big tornado a few years ago the personal efforts that he undertook to help people, the money that he donated, the time that he took. Big supporter of Oklahoma football. His final performance was last December, so not that long ago. He had three sold-out shows in Las Vegas. It's amazing how fast it happens, isn't it? His music, if you're like me, spoke directly to you. His lyrics, the 
song that we just played, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, is our intro song today. He was at the gym, and he was listening to one of the TVs as he was on one of the machines, and he heard one of the news people saying something like, this was right after 9-11, well, I'm sure our response will be to go bomb people in a sarcastic tone, and it pissed Toby Keith off. There was a piece of paper on the floor. He picked it up, and he wrote the lyrics to courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue in 20 minutes. That's a genius that not many of us are, have possessed. And, uh, he certainly did have it. And uh, just four days ago, four days ago, he made a video. I guess it was somewhat of a farewell video. And part of it was him talking about the very first song that he wrote back when he was a teenager. First song I ever wrote, I was 14 or 15 years old. It was called, uh, If You're Handing Out a Heartache. And it was, it wasn't bad. It was structured right, but it wasn't very good either. And, uh, but the people around here, when I played it, is, were like, wow, that's a great song. It's just a song to, uh, you know, that was 5,000 songs ago. <laughs> 5,000 songs ago. And you always hear stories about geniuses like this when they write, they write so many songs that they never record until they hit one. And man, when they hit one, they hit it out of the park. But imagine being 14 years old and writing a song that other people thought was really good. 14 years old, by the way, just as a reminder, is eighth grade. <laughs> so he wrote his first song when he was in eighth grade. Kid Rock said he was such an incredible talent. He loved his family and he loved his country. We used to joke about who went over more often to the, see the truth because he and I definitely have it 10, if not 20 times that we'd been there. Spending Christmas and Thanksgiving, whenever we were called, we went to do it. Sometimes we called them and we went to do it. We had a lot of conversations about that, about how it was the most rewarding thing we've ever done in our careers. But it was also the most work. But, I mean, what a great patriot. I mean, that's how you see your videos. <clears throat> Excuse me if... of him entertaining the troops, reminiscent of Bob Hope and all the Christmases that Bob Hope gave up. For those of a certain age, you'll know what I'm talking about, but Bob Hope and his tour, uh, the USO tour, went over and entertained our troops for decades, every Christmas. Bob Hope sacrificed his Christmas every year. I asked Joe Castiglione to be on our show this uh, this morning and this afternoon on our sports show, and he said he would love to, but he would be too much of a mess. I remember just a few months ago, back in, I guess it was September maybe, September, October. Joe sent me a video on a Friday night. And it was hard for me to see who it was, but I could tell the voice. And he said, I met such and such a bar. It's Toby Keith's bar outside of Norman, Oklahoma. And he said he made his return tonight to the stage at his own bar. Can you imagine walking into a bar? And it's a good-sized bar, but it's not, you know, the Enterprise Center. <laughs> 15,000 people. And Toby Keith takes the stage and starts singing. You get a free concert. What a thrill for those that were there, and Joe was there. And then Joe was also there at the, at the uh, when Toby was honored in the Country Music Awards, and he sang um, one of the final songs that he ever wrote 
and one of the songs that he ever performed um, that he was inspired by, of all people, Clint Eastwood. Um, Clint Eastwood at 96 was leaving uh, the golf tournament. His, his, his uh, Pebble Beach golf tournament, his favorite golf tournament, Toby Keith was playing in it as well. And Toby said, how do you do it? You know, how do you go direct a film at your age? And uh, Clint Eastwood said to him, it's real simple. I don't let the old man in. And then Toby Keith went out and wrote a song called Don't Let the Old Man In. And he performed it at the uh, when he was given a Lifetime Achievement Award last time he was there. And I don't know if you've ever heard him sing Happy Birthday, America, but here's a piece of it. Uh, and if you like it, Google it because it's a spectacular song. Happy Birthday, America. It's the 4th of July. Get to wake up in your freedom. But sometimes I wonder why. Seems like everybody's pissing. On the red, white, and blue. Happy birthday, America. Whatever's left of you. Boy, how apropos that song is, huh? Happy birthday, America, whatever's left of you. Guy was a genius. And I feel for my friend Joe. It's tough. And Joe would know a genuine person when he saw one. So, happy birthday, America. Rest in peace, Toby Keith. 62 years old. Wow. Way too young. By the way, if I could talk to God today, I'd have a list of people I'd like to see go long before Toby Keith. How about start in Washington and just empty it out? Can we do that? Just empty the whole place. I don't really give a damn who's left. Hopefully nobody. That'd serve him right. The nonsense continues, and our director of research thought this would be a good way to open the show until Toby died. Imagine, if you will, a worldwide criminal money laundering operation so vast and pervasive that it requires the U.S. Secretary of the Treasury, the Attorney General, the Director of Homeland Security, the BlackRock Capital Management Team, and a majority of Congress to siphon your paycheck and hand it over to cokehead dictators for their genocides. And all you get in return is a lousy replacement of your culture and way of life. Now bend over, grab your ankles, and kiss your country goodbye as we enter the Twilight Zone. <laughs> Unbelievable. So true, though. If Rod Serling were just alive today, just alive today, he would agree with all of that. <laughs> and every word of it's true. Try to imagine that. Crazy place. Well... Yesterday, 
came the news, of course, and the reaction to this supposed border security bill. We talked about it a little bit yesterday morning. More of the details came out as the day went along when you could see the whole report. And it's laughable, really. I mean, the only thing it did was it ended a catch and release, but there were so many other provisions that catch and release was really irrelevant anymore. Because truthfully, it did nothing to change the border situation unless Biden wants to. It gave Biden and his criminal cohort, Mayorkas, all the authority and power they need to leave it just as it is. It's one of the biggest fraud bills I've ever seen written in my life. Once you see all that was in it, you just sat there and laughed that they actually tried to push this across on us. But they did. I don't know if you've had a chance to read it. But parts of it say this. All migrant families, that's illegal immigrants, families must be released from custody. So we're going to let them all go. Only single individuals can be deported. So an entire family that comes over illegally can't deport them all. Emergency powers don't affect ports of entry. So here's what it it said. If it got to to 5,000 a day illegal crossings, then Biden would shut the border down. But he doesn't have to. And then they have emergency powers that don't affect ports of entry. So those emergency powers to close the border down don't affect ports of entry. Where the new bill required 1,400 a day minimum. And there's 30 points of entry, uh, ports of entry. You do the math. Who do they think they're kidding? By the way, the emergency, the 5,000, can be ignored by the president. Why, why did you take the time to write this nonsense? And the Biden team retains the power to opt out. Opt out of this whole deal. And there are broad humanitarian exceptions. In other words, whatever Biden decides is an exception is an exception. Anyone who claims fear of persecution or torture is not deported. So all you have to say is, I'm afraid. That's it. It allows asylum officers, not immigration judges, to make rulings. $1.4 billion goes to provide shelters and services. wonder what those services are. $36 million to hire lawyers for the illegal aliens. Wouldn't you like to be able to have the government pay for your lawyer if you got uh, accused of something? Automatic conditional permanent resident status. That's just a few things. Just a few things. This is a clown show. This is Biden and his liberal freaks slapping you in the face, spitting at your spitting in your eye, insulting you, insulting your intelligence, insulting the intelligence of not only the American people but the Republicans, who to my amazement mostly resisted this and voted no. You always have the stragglers like Langford in Oklahoma who went around trying to pretend prior to the release of this bill that there was no provision for 5,000 illegals to cross the border every day before this bill would kick in and close the border. 
which it, by the way, doesn't do. But he claimed there was no provision for it. And then yesterday, he admitted that actually I was lying all along. There was. This authority is a 5,000 authority to say if you get to 5,000, which we've been there every single day except for seven in the last four months, that it completely closes the border down. Wow. This guy's a Republican from Oklahoma. And he's just a liar. He's a criminal liar. He's pathetic. Fortunately, Mike Johnson in the House is the guy who has the power now. And as he just said, it is dead on arrival. If, any, if, if possible, it was worse than he had imagined it was. And truly, when you looked at it, it is worse than anybody could have imagined. Here's the problem. You have people on Fox News like Britt Hume. Britt Hume doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. He really doesn't. But he pontificates like he does. We know he hates Trump. We know he's a liberal at heart. He actually said there were good things in this bill. Well, why don't you identify what they are? He didn't do that. (laughs) The Border Patrol Union came out in a limited support of it because of the catch and release provision that it eliminated. Because they're tired of it. So Britt Hume hung his hat on that. Well, if the Border Patrol Union's for it, well, why don't you read it, numbskull? Or are you too dumb to read it and understand it? That's probably the case with Britt Hume. This is their commentator emeritus on Fox. When you go to a guy that supposedly knows a lot and he knows nothing, it's a little embarrassing. You might as well be MSNBC. So Lankford admitted that he's lying. And of course, you've got Chuck Schumer. Anytime Schumer's involved with anything, and he and Mumbles McConnell are on the same page, run. Run as fast as you can. Jump as high as you can to clear all hurdles to get away. But get away as fast as possible. And keep in mind, every illegal alien, and that's what they are, they're not migrants, so stop calling them what they're not. That would be like referring to me as a saint. I'm not. Kevin the saint is on. No, he's not a saint. And these are not migrants. These are illegal aliens. That's what they are. That's what they'll always be. Wouldn't you like to find out how many of them, and when they get into this country, all of a sudden start thinking, you know what? I really like conservative values. Maybe that's the way to go, because I don't want big government or a welfare state. I don't want free stuff like they're giving to me today. Yeah, I know the Biden crime family is giving me all this free stuff so they can buy my vote whenever I do become a legal citizen. And even if I don't become a legal citizen, these idiots will let me vote anyway. But I'd rather live off the American taxpayer. That's pretty cool. Like the thugs from Venezuela uh, who went and beat up the two cops in New York. They were given all this free stuff upon entry into the United States, and their thanks for that, and their thank you, is to kick the cop in the head. Try to kill him. Again, these are the kind of people that are coming across the border. Now there are more Chinese 
coming across the border than any other country. That's just a coincidence, I'm sure. There's no reason to be suspicious about young, able-bodied, army-aged Chinese men coming into the United States. Why would we be suspicious? In higher numbers than ever before in our history. No need to give that a second thought. But I bet Schumer's proud, right? I am proud. Leader McConnell and I, who disagree on many issues, have never worked so closely together on legislation as we did on this because we both realize the gravity of the situation and how important passage of this legislation is. When did it become so important to Chucky Boy? Because it wasn't that important for a long time. Hadn't been important for all three years Biden's been in office. Why did it all of a sudden become so important? Was it because there's an election coming up? Yeah. Was it because part of this gives $60 billion to Ukraine so that you criminals can launder it back to yourselves? Yeah. It's all of that. $60 billion to Ukraine. Do you know how much we budget in our yearly budget for the Marine Corps? $53 billion. We're giving Ukraine, according to this bill, more money than we allocate to our Marine Corps. We're giving $20 billion to Israel. Or $40 billion to Israel. $20 billion, I think it is, to uh, our border security, supposedly. So $60 billion to Ukraine for their border security, $20 billion for our border security. Hello? Can anybody solve this riddle for me? I'm having a tough time. Who thinks that makes any sense? I was wrong on the money for Israel. It's 14 billion, not 40. So let me let me give you the math again. 60 billion to Ukraine. 20 billion to border security, 14 billion to Israel. Israel's in the middle of a war for their very existence. Ukraine is corrupt. So the Ukraine border to these clowns in the Senate is worth three times what our border is worth and more than three times what Israel's border is worth. And Schumer tries to scare you, of course, into thinking that somehow the Ruskies are going to take over Ukraine and we're going to be at war in in Europe with Russia. (laughs) Remember this, though. Way back when, with Mallorca sitting at his side before either one of them was in the White House, Biden accurately predicted what would happen. An unrelenting stream of immigration. Non-stop. Non-stop. Folks like me who were... Caucasian of European descent, for the first time in 2017, will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America. Absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America, from then and on, will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's That's a source of our strength. Wow. That was well before 2017. He wasn't He wasn't president, of course. But interestingly enough, that was wrong. 
But he predicted what he was going to try to do, and that's exactly what he's trying to do. An unrelenting stream of illegals, not immigrants, illegal immigrants, illegal aliens. Unrelenting stream. But white people are still the majority in this country. I got news for him. What a jackass. And Schumer, remember what you, what you just heard Schumer say about how this is so important, this piece of legislation is the most important one ever? We didn't say that just back in 2022. He sang a different tune. We have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers, and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. So which is it, Chucky boy? Biden was talking back in 2015. That's Schumer in 2022. And today, Schumer's completely different. If you listen to him... If that bill did exactly what they claim it would do, that is complete contravention to what Schumer just said. If this bill actually shut down the border, well, what about the people not reproducing? Don't we need them, Schumer? I thought you said we did in 2022. You certainly did. You wanted a pathway to citizenship for everybody. Now you act like this bill is going to close the border down. First of all, when did you change your mind? Secondly, you lying piece of crap, it's not going to close the border down, and you know it. But you also know this. You also know that the border can be closed down with the stroke of a pen by Biden, and Biden knows it too. There is no need for any bill, any legislation whatsoever. The Constitution provides for it, and all he has to do is do it. But he has refused to enforce the law. Why would anyone sign this bill trusting Biden and Mayorkas to abide by this? First of all, they don't have to abide by anything. There are all kinds of provisions where they can opt out, make decisions on their own. (laughs) Why would anybody think anybody would be dumb enough to sign this? You're going to find out who really is stupid. Any signature that's on that bill as a yes Understand that that is one of the dumbest people, one of the biggest frauds you will ever encounter in your life. And if they're in your district or your state, vote them out. Vote them out. I don't care if they're Republicans. I couldn't care less. Get rid of them. And good for the House, which is standing up against all criticisms. Seems like everything they do, they get criticized because they're Republicans Don't cave in. If you cave in, the country's gone. Because a lot of what's in that bill will prohibit President Trump, when he gets elected, from closing the border. That's what this bill is designed to do. It is not designed for border closure. It's designed to hamper and hamstring President Trump. They know he's going to win. They have to stop him at all costs, in any way possible. Schumer, would you like to say anything to Speaker uh, Mike Johnson? I say to Speaker Johnson, don't let the 30 hard right uh, people in the House who are extreme. They wanted us to default. They wanted the government not to pay its debts. They wanted us um, to the government to shut down their extremists. 
and they're running your show. Do the right thing. <laughs> Do the right thing. The right thing's always what they want, isn't it? Do, why don't you do the right thing? Well, what's the right thing? What I want. That's always the right thing. Do the right thing. I hate Chuck Schumer with such a passion. I detest the ground that devil walks on. He is satanic with his little hair plugs, with his glasses up on his head. That guy is a piece of utter crap that you need to be stomped on. I detest that bastard. Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, any any message you want to deliver to Schumer and his hair plugs? Here's my message to Senator Schumer. The American people are running the show here. We're the representatives of our constituents. The American people are on our side. They recognize this catastrophe has been disastrous for the country. And I'm going to make this point again because Senator Schumer isn't listening, apparently. The President of the United States has the authority right now to fix this crisis. He has broad executive authority under the under the federal statutes, and Chuck Schumer knows it, and President Biden knows it, and they refuse to use that. They could stop this. They could stop the flow immediately, but they don't want to. No, they don't want to. But the Constitution provides for them to, to close it. It's pretty amazing. You'll be happy to hear in Missouri that both of the senators from Missouri, Schmidt and Hawley, have publicly announced they oppose this bill. Marco Rubio, Mike Lee, Rand Paul, Ted Cruz, Tom Cotton, Tommy Tuberville, all of them oppose it. Marsha Blackburn, J.D. Vance, they're all publicly opposed. There's a whole list of them. It's pretty amazing. Now, Micah Brzezinski and Schumer took turns lying to the American public. You said that you worked very closely with Leader McConnell on this, this bill, now that we see what's in it, seems to be as bipartisan as it gets. Why wouldn't this, why wouldn't both <laughs> sides really want this to go through? Well, it's a great question, Nika. Look, it took a long time, four months of arduous negotiations. They arduous. fell off the tracks a whole bunch of times. I had to be on the phone even at midnight saying, we've got to keep going. Why? We're at a turning point in America. This bill is crucial, and history will look back on it and say, did America fail itself? Why is it crucial? Well, if we don't aid uh, Ukraine, Putin will be walk all over Ukraine. We will lose the war, and we could be fighting in Eastern Europe and a NATO ally in a few years. Americans won't like that. If we don't help Israel defend itself against Hamas, that perpetual war will go on and on and on. If we don't help humanitarian aid to the starving Palestinians in Gaza, hundreds of thousands could starve. Wow. What, a, what an effing liar. How about her? This is as bipartisan as it gets. <laughs> How, you know what? If you're married to somebody that stupid, you have to be stupid. You have to be. And that's Joe Scarborough's wife. Who's dumber, Scarborough or her? I think she might be, but it, it's so close, it's an eyelash. And then to listen to Schumer just sit there and lie like that, my God. Let's fearmonger. let's get everybody all ginned up about having a war in Eastern Europe. If you don't pass this bill, there'll be a war in Eastern Europe, and we'll be fighting an ally, and we'll be, blah, blah, blah. you're so full of crap. Go get some more hair plugs, you jackass. 
arduous negotiations. Sometimes I was on the phone at 3 in the morning. If you were on at 3 in the morning, dude, it wasn't negotiating. I'll guarantee you. It's crucial. Putin will walk all over Ukraine. Well, why isn't he doing it now? Answer yourself this question. Why can't Russia beat Ukraine right now? This should have been over. And then he says, if we don't give Israel the aid, you're not giving Israel hardly anything. $14 billion, you're giving $60 billion to Ukraine. Do you not think that we read the numbers, you asshat? Bill Haggard, he's a Republican senator from Tennessee. Are you a no on this bill? But I can tell you where I am. I'm a hard no on this bill. It's, it's not a border bill. Uh, it, you know, you, just because you call it a border bill doesn't make it a border security bill. And you've got these Orwellian phrases in it, uh, like non-custodial detention. I'm sure all kids at school would like oh, to have yeah. non-custodial One of these bills that's just put in place so they can, again, as you said, use this as a means to hurt President Trump, what he's tried to accomplish. If you go back to Section 212F, that's something that President Trump had intended to really use to shut the border down. By making 4,000, 5,000 people, you know, moving into the country every yeah. day a, a new threshold, you're undercutting all of that. Listen to Laura Ingram. Yeah. Sounds like a parrot in the background. She can't shut her mouth. Let the man talk. Good for you, Senator Haggerty. It's a hard no. And he's right, what I just said. Is echoed by him that this is all designed to handcuff Donald Trump. The only reason they have this bill is to handcuff Donald Trump. It does nothing to prevent the border from being wide open. It does nothing from giving Biden to prevent Biden and Mayorkas from having the authority over everything on the border. Nothing. Don't be a fool. If you want to take a stand on this bill, read it. Otherwise, shut your mouth. I can't stand uninformed people. They're intellectually lazy. So read the bill. If you don't read it, at least look at the summary of it from responsible people, but not from Chuck Schumer or Mumbles McConnell or James Langford. Two of the three of those people are Republicans. That's what a cowardly party the Republicans are. It is populated by abject cowards. They sicken me. Every one of these political hacks. Which is why I'll repeat, I will never vote for an incumbent again. Republican or Democrat, it doesn't matter. I wouldn't vote for one to save my life. Because they won't save my life. Hawley and Schmidt, gone. Primary their ass right out. I'm tired of them all. Tired of them all. One term. That's it. You get one term. Then you're gone. That's how the founding fathers wanted this government to function. It wasn't supposed to be a career, Lindsey Graham. Mumbles McConnell. You can't even talk. What are you even doing there? What's wrong with you people in Kentucky, you pack of hayseeds? What are you voting this clown in for? But I'm sure you didn't, so I probably should take that back. I'm sure he rigged the election, just like Pelosi, just like Schiff, just like Schumer. All of these career politicians know how to rig elections.
and they do it. No sensible group of people would vote the same person in election after election for 35, 40 years. When they do nothing, they accomplish nothing. What has Mitch McConnell ever accomplished? Not a thing. What's he ever done for Kentucky? Nothing. Except mumble and make a boatload of money off the Communist Party of China that his wife is a member of, his wife's family has a business with them, and she's part of it, which means Mumbles McConnell is part of it. I've often said he's nothing more than a Chinese spy. That's all he is. It's sickening. And everybody knows it. And yet he still remains in a position of power. That's how weak the Republicans are. I get a kick out of the Republicans calling Biden weak. There's nobody weaker than the Republicans. That's the weakest group of people I've ever seen in my life. Just cowards. Here's what this new bill provides for. If you want to cross the border into the United States without getting deported, you have to answer three questions. This is in the bill, okay? Waters, uh, last night, asked all three of them. Question one, are you a criminal? No. Second question, you say you're fleeing Honduras. Is there another part of Honduras that's safer? No, I'm scared. Third question, you pass through Mexico to get here. Why can't you stay in Mexico? I can't. I'm scared. Welcome to America. If you pass that test, you're in. You have asylum. It's the truth. I know it sounds like a joke, but it's not. Those are the questions you're going to be asked. And if you pass those questions and you saw how easy it is to pass them, you're in. You're an asylum seeker now. It's a joke. How dumb do they think we are? How dumb are they, by the way? They vote for it. What self-respecting Democrat, ha ha, I say that with a joke because there are none, would sell their soul to vote for that? I would vote against Democrats just for that reason alone. There's not one of them, even if they're wayward, independent enough to vote their own conscience. None of them. There are demented, cowardly Republicans who will vote for this. And as wayward as they are, at least they think for themselves. They don't know how to think, but if they think this is going to close the border, they're just blatantly stupid. And I love the people who say, well, it's not perfect, but it's better than what we have now. No, it's not. It's the same. Actually, it's worse because it will handicap Trump. We all know, you don't have to like Donald Trump, but you know, even if you don't like him, he will close the border. That border will be closed. But not if this bill passes. Then they're going to handicap Trump. He's not going to be able to do certain things that he wants to do. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Chris Landau is a former uh, ambassador to Mexico under President Trump. And a, and a real smart guy. And, you know, I, I love hearing 
smart people when they talk about things. And I and I look at this bill and I laugh at it. If there are legal challenges to it, Chris Landau, where will those legal challenges be heard? The bill directs all constitutional and other statutory challenges, not only to the bill itself, but to any guidance or implementation or decisions under the bill. So this creates this complicated Rube Goldberg structure, and all of these legal challenges, oh, just happened by coincidence to go to one of the most liberal courts in the entire country, in D.C., the heart of the swamp, and then get reviewed by the D.C. Circuit. Again, they're taking these all these things and very carefully putting them in this one court. That already shows you a lot about this bill. <laughs> so if there's a legal challenge, it goes directly to the D.C. courts and then to the D.C. appellate court. <laughs> you want to talk about a rigged game. Did they think nobody would notice? I guess they did. This is how little Democrats think of you. They think you're all so stupid and such Stepford people that you'll go along with anything they say and that you won't even check it because they're so trustworthy there's no even there's no need to even verify it. <laughs> Elon Musk characterized this bill this way on Twitter. In the bet you didn't know category, Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas issued written guidance making it clear that one Illegal presence alone is not grounds for deportation. Two, criminal charges, convictions, or gang memberships alone are not enough for deportation. You basically have to be a convicted axe murderer to be deported. That's because every deportation is a lost vote. Carpe diem, Elon Musk. Yes, sir. He's right as right he can be, right? There any question he's right. That's unbelievable, isn't it? Now, when he wrote that, that really pissed off James Langford. <laughs> and he had a hissy fit with Elon Musk. Uh, well, I, I think he needs to go back to doing the two million Teslas that are currently being recalled right now to be able to focus in on that. No, it's not focused on trying to be able to get more illegals to vote. That's absurd uh, in the process. I mean, it is uh, against the law for anyone that is not a citizen of the United States to be able to vote in the United States in any federal election. That remains so. Obviously, we're not dealing with that. James Langford, you are either monumentally stupid, naive, or you're just a flagrant liar. Any one of those three, by the way, isn't very good, just in case you didn't know that. But you're one of the three, if not all three. It's currently illegal for anyone who's not a citizen to vote, so that's not happening. Where do you live, dude? They had people at the last election on national television who were illegal aliens saying, I just voted. They're walking around right out of voting booths. Nobody's checking them. If you don't check voter ID, you jackass, how are you going to regulate who's voting? Does this, what do they have in Oklahoma? Do you just sit there with a rock over your head and you don't know what's going on around you? Because it sounds like that. You actually believe that illegal aliens are not voting in elections. That's a new one, buddy. That's a knee slapper. 
You really are stupid. Why do you think they have mail-in ballots, asshat? Why do you think there's such an uproar about illegal elections in this country? You jackwagon. I can't believe that people in Oklahoma elect somebody this stupid. You don't have anybody in the state of Oklahoma smarter than this guy? He's an abject idiot. How much did they pay you, James Langford? How much did the liberals increase your net wealth to say stuff like this? Somebody's paying you. You can't be that stupid. You're borderline retarded. I mean, you really are. You're Micah Brzezinski level. This is the guy negotiating, negotiating, quote-unquote, on the part of the Republicans. He and Mumbles McConnell. (laughs) If you had Mumbles McConnell and Lankford negotiating your sale of your house, after the other person bought your house, you'd end up owing them. The last two people I want negotiating anything for me are James Langford of Oklahoma and Mumbles McConnell of Kentucky. And I'm not sure I'd want Lindsey Graham negotiating uh, the price of my groceries either. But Langford and McConnell are two of the dumbest people on earth. I'm sure we'll hear McConnell today, since we heard Schumer yesterday, we'll hear McConnell get a microphone and Biden border vote for it. That'll be McConnell. Mumbles himself. Remember the old character in Dick Tracy, Mumbles? (laughs) That's McConnell. (laughs) Except now he can't even just mumble because he can't even talk. He just stands there and stares at the camera like somebody froze him in time. These are leaders. Don't you love it when Schumer refers to McConnell as Leader McConnell? These people really believe that they're superior. They give themselves titles and then call themselves leader. (laughs) Why don't you just say Senator McConnell? Leader McConnell, because I'm Leader Schumer. That's who I am. Leader, 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 pumpkin eater. And I've got hair plugs. I'm Chuck Schumer. I'm in hair plug heaven. Wow. These are the people leading the country. Is that not a gut check for every American person out there? Think about it just for a moment. Who's in charge of this country in the most powerful positions in this country? Biden, Schumer, McConnell, Hakeem Jeffries, and thank God for Mike Johnson. So you got one out of five that are even worth talking about. The other four are beyond stupid. They're at the illiterate level, and they're criminals. Thank God for Mike Johnson. I'll say it again. What a move that was getting McCarthy out of there. We really owe a debt to people like Matt Gates, That's, by the way, the 30 that Schumer referred to as extremists. Those people, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, and that whole gang, saved the House for the Republicans. 
They saved it. Perhaps they saved the country. Because without the majority in there, and without strong leadership like Mike Johnson provides, if we had Kevin McCarthy in there right now, they'd be ca- they'd be caving into this and, and voting for this bill. There isn't any question in my mind. Kevin McCarthy would have been on board. He would have taken something to grease the skids. You know, Elon Musk's tweet is so apropos, and he's just touching on a portion of this bill. But isn't it ironic that this was one of their fair-haired boys, the liberals? They thought he was one of them until he bought Twitter. And then they, ever since the day that he bought Twitter, liberal politician, liberal political hacks and media hacks have devoted their lives to trying to destroy Elon Musk. And how about the little five-year-old attack that you just heard Lankford go on against Elon Musk? Well, you maybe get the Tesla recalls. Elon Musk has spit up more money than you'll ever see in your life, Lankford, despite the bribes you took for this nonsensical bill. Somebody should monitor Lankford's bank accounts. Just find him wherever Biden has his. Trace those bank records while you're at it, Jamie Comer. I mean, we're chasing Hunter Biden's down. We can find them. We can certainly find Lankford's. I'd sure like to see him. Because there is no possible way a rational human being could support that bill. There isn't. It's impossible. And on top of this bill, listen to what Biden just did yesterday, according to Mike Johnson. President Biden came out and said that he would actually veto the legislation, the clean funding bill, to help our ally Israel at its time of greatest need. Israel is at war. Uh, They're fighting for their very existence. And the president has our troops in harm's way now because of the deterrence effort against Iran. And he is suggesting that he would not send the funding to abandon our ally right now. That is outrageous. I mean, everybody who is watching this is scratching their heads wondering how in the world we've gotten in this situation. This president is projecting weakness on the world stage. He is not willing to fix the greatest crisis facing our country, which is the open border. And, and they've just shown a, a, a staggering uh, level of leadership that, um, that I think the American people are going to let their voices heard at the uh, lack of leadership. They're going to let their voices heard at the election cycle. Well, we can only pray that that's true, right? And we do pray. I, I love it when people like Mike Johnson and others say the American people won't stand for this. You would hope they're they're correct. I think they're just they're they're talking like a common sense person would talk. You know, the American people aren't going to stand for this. Well, of course not. If the American people had any common sense, but I don't think they do. I think the American people are scary. Every bit as scary as the liberals are. So while, yes, common sense dictates to us that nobody would accept these things, imagine Biden vetoing. (laughs) He couldn't care less about Israel. Biden is as anti-Israel as they come. I'm shocked that he hasn't called for a ceasefire. He wants to. There's something holding him back. I guess because he knows he would have even less of a chance than he already has, which is zero, 
in the election if he were to do that. I believe, and if you believe any of the polls, and you know, I always say take a take a look at them with one eye because they're skewed liberal. But even though they're skewed liberal, Biden's getting his ass beat in all of them. And he knows that if he now turns against Israel, he'll get his ass beat even more. He's hemorrhaging young vote, black vote, Hispanic vote, female vote, independent vote. All of the categories that he's, that he supposedly carried by large margins in some of those back in 2020. They're all going to Trump. Trump is now dead even with Biden in the young vote and the Hispanic vote. Dead even. Wow. That's quite a turnaround. You see more and more groups of black people being interviewed, and every one of them says, we're going with Trump. We had money when Trump was in office. Now, of course, Biden will try to tell them, well, you're stupid. You don't understand what money is because you've got a great economy now. Just ask me. I'll tell you. And if I don't tell you, I'll dispatch Heels Up Harris to tell you. You'd believe her, wouldn't you? She's black when she needs to be. But only when she needs to be. If you told Heels Up Harris that this election turned on the Aborigine vote, she would be Aborigine. She'll be whatever she wants to be. She's the horse of a different color, whatever color she needs to be. Sworn in as a uh, as a senator, as an Indian American, then sworn in as vice president as a black American. What is she going to be next week? One thing she is consistently, every week, is a complete and utter moron. She is that. she got the market cornered on that. Stupidity, she's your gal. How would you like that? <laughs> what a feckless man she's married to. <laughs> How would you like to be that weak? Or Pelosi's husband. Although Pelosi's husband just simply trades stocks all the time. Nancy, what do you guys got in front of you now? Which way should I which way should I buy? Uh, buy this way and I'll make sure it's okay. If you don't think that goes on, you're hopelessly naive to the point where you're dangerous to America. Literally. I mean, you're dangerous. Do you hear me? You are dangerous. Donald Trump wants to deport all these people. And I, I know he's going to try to. Can you do it? Well, you're going to have to deport a lot of them. It's not sustainable. And now you look, look, these countries are very smart. I know every one of the leaders of the countries, for the most part, uh, the presidents, the dictators. I know them all. I know the kings, the queens. I know them all. These are smart people. These are streetwise people. It makes sense that they're taking people out and sending them up in caravans to the United States. And it's not just South America. It's from Africa, from Asia, from all over and the China. world. Asia. Yeah. I mean, from all over the world, from China, they had 28,000 people in the last few months. 28,000, that's, what's he doing? Building an army? And they were mostly men, almost all men, from the age of 18 to 25. So what's that all about? Well, I think we know what that's all about. Building an army. <laughs> of course it benefits those other countries. They're sending their worst people. 
Can you imagine like Castro did? Just empty the prisons and send them to the United States? That's how you get rid of crime in your country. This dumbass country will take them all. (laughs) It's like a haven for other countries. How do we get rid of these rotten people in our country? Send them to the United States. Dump them in Mexico close to the border, and they'll just trot right in. That demented old man will let them walk right across the border. They've got a media that protects that old man. Dump them there. And that's what they do. Trump's right. These aren't stupid people running these other countries. They know exactly what's going on. That's why they do it. It's not a mystery. He was right when he came down the escalator and he said that Mexico and the rest of these countries aren't sending us their best. In fact, they're sending us their worst. None of the people that have come across this border, 7, 8 million since Biden's taken over, none of them even have jobs. So if you're sending us your best, wouldn't you be sending us lawyers, doctors, nurses, accountants? Nope, you're not sending those. You're not sending those. Wow. Stephen Miller, your response to this border security bill? At every single level, this bill enshrines the worst policies of Joe Biden. It makes it easier to turn illegal aliens into citizens, and it hamstrings future enforcement. It guts Title 42, makes it an unusable, unworkable tool into the future, and it's so filled with complicated, pages-long exemptions, exceptions, and waivers, and discretionary authorities that it is impossible to effectively manage the system. It will be the best gift immigration attorneys for illegal aliens and NGOs have ever received. That's pretty blunt. Stephen Miller, of course, is an attorney with First America Legally founded that organization after he left the Trump administration when the election put Biden in office. (laughs) It's just crazy goofy, isn't it? It's crazy goofy stuff. There's a mechanism by which, and I I don't know how it works, I just know that it exists, that when this House votes no on this bill, that somehow McConnell and Schumer can still maneuver it through some exception. And we're going to have to see if they try that. But this country should be outraged if they do. Mike Johnson will do everything within his power to stop it. We know that. Glenn Greenwald is a real journalist, and he finds it amazing watching the liberal media cover these stories. It's kind of amazing that the parts of the corporate media that are desperate for Biden to win, which is pretty much every part of the corporate media other than the network that we're currently speaking on, is all but explicit that their real strategy is to ensure that Donald Trump is convicted before the election. That's why they're freaking out, because they know that's really one of their only chances. And if you look at polling data, including their own, the new poll that came out from NBC, What they're finding is that even voting groups that have long been loyal to the Democratic Party, like young voters and Latinos, Trump is now tied with Biden 
and is consolidating his lead with the Republican voters. Imagine what it says about the corporate media that they spent seven years telling people Trump is a white nationalist, a fascist, a criminal, an insurrectionist, a dictator, and the American people are just tuning them out and Trump's lead is increasing. It says so much about how the legitimacy of these media outlets has collapsed. It really does. And I'm so happy to hear that. And I'm so happy to see it because the illegitimacy of the corporate media in this country is now being discovered. They are illegitimate. They do not cover news stories anymore. They simply advocate for one side or the other. There is no real journalism being practiced except by people like Greenwald. There are a few of them, Taibbi, Schellenberger, but there aren't many, Tucker Carlson, me, Otherwise, there's just not real journalism. There is no journalism at CBS, NBC, ABC, MSNBC, CNN. CNN is so bad right now that they are once again changing their morning show. How many times has that show been changed in the last year? Nobody's watching. They want somebody to notice they actually have a morning show. But it goes long beyond their activist, their activism with regard to Democrats. They have no trust. No one trusts them. No one trusts MSNBC. But some people do watch MSNBC, believe it or not. But imagine if you're a network, CNN, and you were formed by Ted Turner decades ago in order to bring 24-hour news, the first 24-hour news cable station, and you are being outwatched by MSNBC. If you come in behind MSNBC, you should close your doors. You have zero credibility. No one trusts you. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's so bad. Who in the hell would watch that network? No one is the answer. Absolutely no one. And there's ample reason not to watch it, right? Good morning, Ryan. How are you today? Kevin, I'm well, boss. How are you, young man? I haven't I'm, called in in a while. I'm doing well also. Um, well, I know you're a 49er I, fan, so you got to be happy. You Well, we're, we're going to find out. I already I took the day off on Monday weeks ago. I mean, I'm going I'm to be either uh, hungover because I'm happy or sad. Either. Well, you'll be hungover. <laughs> sad I'll or happy, consistent. either way. Um. So, first off, let me just point out, you just, I've been telling you this for years, you're right, you are one of the only uh, people out there that have any integrity, and I'm going to keep clamoring for you to run for office until you finally do it, uh, until I have well, thank to you. Finance, until I have to finance the damn campaign for you. <laughs> uh, but the other thing is, is that I, shame on not only the Democrats, and I actually give them credit because they, they got balls of steel, but these these Republicans that that are going to vote for this bill, I keep saying nobody wants to give me an answer. Why do we have to give sixty billion more to Ukraine? Yeah, I I, I just don't understand it. And they call it pork, whatever the hell you want to put it. Well, can I help it's you? Hidden money. Can I help yeah. you? Because that's how they launder it back to themselves. It goes to Ukraine, the greatest right. money laundering operation in the history of mankind. And it comes. Why do you think all these politicians take junkets over to Ukraine? It's not because they're concerned about Ukraine in the middle of a war. It's to get their paycheck or their cash. One of the two. These these sandbaggers. Uh, there is no other reason to give money to Ukraine other than to have it bounce back. 
Yeah, and I, I the other thing is that when you watch this and you want to hear these people run their mouth about oh this this Republican didn't vote for it they're trying they're trying to tank the bill on immigration. Well, well first off, I, I think I did the math and I could be dead wrong here, but I think I it was eighty seven percent of the total bill didn't have anything to do with immigration as far as the money. So why are you calling it the immigration? Don't even you're you're putting lipstick on a pig again. Well, they're calling it the immigration. They're calling it the border security bill. That's my favorite. Border security. It does nothing for border security. Absolutely nothing. Ask people that differ from you. Please explain how it secures the border. They can't. It does nothing for border security. It's very similar to calling it the Inflation Reduction Act. They love to name these things that have nothing to do with the names. The infrastructure bill had nothing to do with infrastructure. The Inflation Reduction Act, nothing to do with inflation. And certainly not reducing it. And now we've well, got the border security bill, which has nothing to do with border security and everything to do with Ukraine. Well, and not only that, yes, you just said it. So you got Inflation Reduction Act, billions went to Ukraine. You got the border security, billions went to Ukraine. I guess that's going to, I guess I need to take that method when I tell my wife that I'm going to the grocery store, but it's supposed to help my golf game. <laughs> I, 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 I just don't get the mentality. So. Um, I'm going to keep watching, Kevin. I'm going to keep getting angry at the damn TV. And uh, do me a favor, too. Next time you talk about no integrity of these reporters, you, you can't let Fox get off the get off the uh, hook either. Oh, I They're, don't. Uh, Believe me, I don't. I have let Fox have it all the time. Yeah. Have a great day, buddy. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate the call. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we, we call Fox out all the time on this show. But it is interesting to me that the, the way they name these bills, I always get a kick out of that. I mean, they think we're stupid, folks. Are you stupid? Are you stupid? That's the question here. (laughs) You are if you believe any of this crap. If you believe the names of these bills actually refer to what they're about. What they should call them all, every single one of them that they've passed while Biden's been in is the Biden Crime Act, because Biden the criminal benefits from every one of these things every time. This guy is always searching for new ways to launder money back to the Biden crime family. But you can go to any laundromat in whatever town you live in, and you can't wash your clothes and get them any cleaner than the laundromat that is Ukraine for laundering money. Trust me on that one. Pretty incredible. What a what a machine that place is. And one of the most corrupt people in the world is that idiot Zelensky. But I shouldn't call him an idiot because he's wealthy now. So he's used his position to gain that wealth through the idiots over here. It's more likely. Or it's more like it, I should say. Scary times, but idiots are running the the, the show. (laughs) By the way, let me get back to CNN for a moment here. Somebody named Casey Hunt will anchor an additional early morning hour on CNN from 5 to 7 a.m. That's Eastern time, I suppose. So that's actually two hours. CNN's PR release is an extra hour, and then they say from 5 to 7. They can't even count. 
And then at 7 a.m., a new version of CNN News Central will be hosted by John Berman, Kate Baldwin, and Sarah Sidner. Anybody know who they are? No. But we do know something about them, I'm sure. Complete liberals. But they're really just rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic, aren't they? I mean, that place is history. Now, Ted Turner is no friend of the conservative movement. He's a liberal beyond belief. But even Ted Turner's vision for CNN wasn't this. They wrested Ted, uh, CNN away from Ted Turner a long time ago. He wanted a news operation, 24-hour news. And in its infancy, CNN was the place to turn. Covering the original Iraqi war, CNN was the place to go. But, man, did they get away from where they were. Whew! Fox came along and CNN was no more. And now Fox has become the most liberal, quote-unquote, conservative network ever created. You can't really get real news anywhere anymore. You see Biden speaking. Uh, I w- want to say he's, I don't know where he is actually. I think, I think he was in Las Vegas. But he's pushing once again his January 6th nonsense on European leaders, uh, but pushing it here, uh, claiming that European leaders are asking him about it. So, of course, that's all he talks about here. But he referred to a conversation he had with a dead man. So much like the movie where the little boy says, I see dead people, Biden talks to dead people. Remember him introducing the dead congresswoman? Now he's talking to a dead French president. Right after I was elected, I went to what they call a G7 meeting, all the NATO leaders. I was in in the south of England. And I sat down and I said, America's back. And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean, from France, looked at me and said, uh, said, you know, what, why, how, how long are you back for? And I looked at him and the, and the Chancellor of Germany said, what would you say, Mr. President? If you picked up the paper tomorrow in the London Times, and the London Times said a thousand people break through the House of Commons, break down the doors, two bobbies are killed in order to stop the election of the prime minister, what would you say? I never thought about it from that perspective. What would we say if that happened in another democracy around the world? <laughs> let's, let's examine those comments. He said to Francois Mitterrand, Mitterrand's been dead since like 1998. I'm sure he meant Macron, who is the actual president of France, but then he called him the chancellor of Germany. Mitterrand, of course, was never the chancellor of Germany. He said he was in the south of England. He probably meant south of France. I've never heard the south of England referred to before, but I have heard the south of France. But he doesn't know where he was, so why why should we know? But he has to bring in January. Can you imagine a German chancellor saying to him, well, Mr. President, well, what if uh, one of our countries was overrun by people, two, two bobbies killed? First of all, there weren't two cops killed, Jack Wagon. There were zero cops killed. Do you understand that, you lying piece of crap? Zero. 
But there was an American woman killed. In fact, there were two. One was trampled to death by your people, and the other one was murdered by your Washington Capitol Police. Black police officer killing a white unarmed veteran. Who, by the way, was around four of your cops. She wouldn't do anything. She was just murdered in cold blood. Of course, you let the cop off. These perpetual lies about a protest drive me nuts. But you got to keep pushing it when you have nothing else, right? Somehow Donald Trump has to be a bad guy. Every lie you've told hasn't worked. It must be driving him nuts. I mean, think about it. It has to be driving him nuts. They can't get him in court. They can't get him any place. <laughs> so now they try to continue to promote this stupidity of January 6th. What's wrong with you people? It doesn't work. And Mitterrand's dead. Just like you are, Biden. You're brain dead. You've been brain dead forever. Here's how scared they are. They know now that they can't get Trump. They know that it's slipping away from them. This appeal over presidential immunity is going to take longer than they want it to. By the way, they should know that all appeals in every appellate court in the history of America takes a long time. But the Washington Post headline is, Slowpoke Federal Appeals Court puts 2024 election in jeopardy. Slowpoke Federal Appeals Court. (laughs) Why is the election in jeopardy? The election is going to go on. Washington Post didn't mean the election is in jeopardy. They meant the election result that they want is in jeopardy. Because the only way they can get Trump, and they know it, is if they get him convicted before the election of something. They don't care what. Maybe stealing an ice cream cone. Didn't Trump do that one time? The man with the purest past in the history of mankind is Donald Trump. I'm starting to think maybe he's Jesus. They can't get him on anything. He hasn't done any of these things, and they have looked under every rock and pebble they can find. And they can't find anything. So they start lying. And they start charging with, obviously, idiotic crimes and imbecilic things from prosecutors who are stealing money from the taxpayer in order to pay their boyfriends to try a case that they've never tried before. It's a beautiful thing that liberals run. Talk about a racket. But imagine that. The Washington Post, once a respected newspaper, Slowpoke Federal Appeals Court... Federal Appeals Court takes a long time to render any decision. Puts 2024 election in jeopardy. They're so scared that some guy named Neil Katyal goes on MSNBC. Now, this is a clown who was uh, once the acting solicitor general. He says he's uh, he's freaking out. He's on there with that idiot Saki, Saki, Saki. 
He's freaking out over the appellate court actually taking up the case. I am officially now at the freakout stage. Um, I've resisted that for a long time, but we are now. You don't typically freak out, so that's important. I can't imagine a more compelling need for speed than the idea that American citizens deserve to know before the election whether a candidate for office is a felon and an insurrectionist. Wow. What an irresponsible bastard that guy is. Solicitor General. What did you solicit? Hookers? Here, let me answer it for him. We already know that President Trump, if that's who you were talking about, is not a felon. But if you were talking about Biden, we know that he is a felon. So let, let me let me clear it up for you. That's the answer. So now you know. You don't have to wonder anymore. You don't have to freak out anymore. Remember this trial that we talked to uh, Brian Lupo about last week, who was at the trial when the tech, the computer tech, took a big pen and was able to hack into Dominion's voting system machines right in trial in front of the judge and the jury? Remember that courthouse is directly across the street in Atlanta from CNN headquarters, and CNN had no one there to cover the story. No one. And they wonder why their ratings are, are zero. But when you trot Neil Katyal out on MSNBC with Saki, 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 you get low ratings as well. And then when you have Micah Brzezinski so desperate to carry the bucket of water for Biden, it's even more laughable on MSNBC. Brutal economic poll numbers for President Biden come despite most of the key economic indicators remaining extremely strong. The economy is so striking, Steve, because jobs are up, inflation is down. Voters aren't giving him credit for that, clearly. How do you solve it when people have concluded that you are not fit to be the president of the United States today, let alone four more years. I'll just say it right here, a lot of them shocking to me. I mean, outrageous. Everything cutting again, which again, uh, for me, is, is, is so preposterous. It's laughable. You are laughable, and your wife is preposterous. How about her lying? Every economic indicator is wonderful. And then Kristen Welker, uh, they're not getting the credit they deserve. This is supposed to be a news operation, NBC News. Kristen Welker is a White House correspondent. She's supposed to ask tough questions and hold people accountable in the White House. doesn't matter who the president is. That's her job. And she's telling everybody he's not getting the credit he deserves on the economy. Wow. They are disgraceful. And now we've got Jerome Powell, the Fed, who, of course, President Trump, is he in the Democrats' pocket? Well, I think he's uh, going to do something to probably help the Democrats, you know. I think if he lowers interest rates. But you have the potential of having massive inflation again because the Middle East could drive up the price of energy. You know, energy has so much to do with it. And the Middle East, again, the bombs are dropping all over the place and the ships are starting to get hit and hit hard. Uh, If that happens, you're going to have tremendous spikes in the price of oil. And if you do that, you're going to have big inflation. He's not going to be able to do anything. But it looks to me like he's trying to lower interest rates for the sake of maybe uh, getting people elected. I don't know. So you think he's political? 
He's just going to cut well, rates to help well, Biden, you I do, I do. I think he's political, yeah. So, I mean, the Biden team can say, well, if things are so bad, how come the stock market's on a roll? Because they think I'm going to be elected. Carpe diem, President Trump. That is why. That's, that's called consumer confidence. Confident that he's going to be the guy who's elected. Jerome Powell. These guys, these people are all corrupt. I'm telling you, if you're in government, baby, you're corrupt. Now, how about Big Pharma? Again, I guess they just can't seem to control their whistleblowers or their insiders who decide to say, you know what, I've seen enough corruption here, I've got to speak out. Because here's a big pharma insider who talks about the two largest pharmaceutical companies in this country being criminal enterprises. The two largest vaccine makers in the country are literally criminal enterprises. Uh, GlaxoSmithKline and Merck, uh, in the past five years, has settled two of the largest criminal penalties in American corporate history for bribing and misleading, uh, bribing doctors and misleading, uh, creating misleading research, who, who, make, who are the two largest vaccine makers. So. You literally have the media playing referee that you can't even ask a question. Can you imagine that? Now, now, why do they cow down to the big pharma companies, the media? Why are they in bed with them? It's all about money, baby, advertising. And why do the big pharma companies advertise on the media? The points of that is not, it's largely to impact the customer. But but the, the pharma's already got that. They've already bought off the doctors. They're, they're good on that. No, no, this is an open secret. The news ad spending from pharma is a public relation lobbying tactic, essentially, to buy off the news. The, the news is a refer... They're not investigating pharma. No, they're not. So big pharma advertises on these news networks in order to control what they broadcast. Don't investigate us. Look at all the ad money we're spending on your network. We'll pull that. But I loved it when he said they've already bought and paid for the doctors and all of those people, which they have done. Imagine being a doctor and being able to compromise your medical life, your medical degree, all the time you spent in school, and you're that easily compromised. Wow. You're bought off that easily. It's, I mean, it's easy to imagine the network's being bought off. They're a bunch of criminals. Speaking of criminals, Governor Abbott in Texas watched the video of what he saw take place in New York with the two police officers getting the you-know-what kicked out of them by these illegal aliens that crossed our southern border. And he just looked at it and thought one word, insanity. It sounds like insanity is behind it because it, it really is, is offensive when you see police officers in New York City being beaten by illegal immigrants uh, in this country who should not be in the country in the first place. Uh, and then after they engage in this crime against a law enforcement, uh, law enforcement officer, they are let loose back out onto the streets. What's going on in New York is outrageous. Imagine that. They're back out on the streets. So the, again, as I said earlier, the thank you that they gave us for giving them free reign in this country with cell phones, transportation, lodging, food, they beat up cops, try to kill them. 
And the punishment for that, you can go free. Wow. The other insane court ruling was this E. Jean Carroll. Now think about it logically if you can. Ivana Trump, Donald Trump's first wife. Marla Maples Trump, his second wife. Melania, his current wife. All three beautiful women. Two of them legal immigrants. Legal. But all three beautiful. Then put a picture of E. Jean Carroll up next to the other three. What doesn't fit about this picture? I think we all know it doesn't fit. She doesn't fit. <laughs> it tells you all you need to know about the bogus case that that was. And there was more. Did you know that the Democrats changed the law with regard to cases that had long ago had the statute of limitations passed? The Democrats changed the law to allow for this sexual case and uh, defamation case to be brought against Trump. They changed the law. Megyn Kelly summarized it all for us. I think it was 30 years ago. I was the alleged plaintiff. I can't quite remember even the year. I didn't go to the police. I don't have any eyewitness testimony. I don't have an eyewitness on scene, nor any surveillance tape that I can offer. It's just my general recollection that I was raped 30 years ago. And then, because you happen to be a Republican, a conservative guy, the Democrats pass a law to revive one's ability to sue for sexual assault. No, we can't make it criminal. That's too much. But to sue for sexual assault and rape, even though the statute of limitations has long since passed. Great. Here I go. Good luck defending yourself. And then you come out and you say, who's suing me? Who's saying it? I don't know this person. I, this is a made-up story. This is a nutcase because I don't know her. I don't remember ever meeting her. And it's a nutcase. You now get sued not just for sexual assault, but for defaming me. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. That was her case. Laughable though it is. You know, it's kind of like those uh, thugs that beat up the cops when they got out of court as they were walking out, gave them the double barrel middle fingers to the cameras. Thank you, America. And they're here because the guy who takes the children's staircase into Air Force One let them here. That's why they're here. Did you see where Biden is skipping the Super Bowl interview? Second year in a row. Last year, Fox had the game, so Fox was going to conduct the interview, but he skipped it. Now this year he's skipping it again, and I'm certain that he doesn't even know the interview is due to happen, but his handlers are making sure he skips it. Can you imagine this imbecile on live television in front of the biggest audience in the country? Stuttering and stammering and getting lost and not knowing where he is or what he's saying. They're not about to let him. This is part of the fraud of the election process in this country. This is how Democrats will help rig the election. They won't even let you see this clown. He's too dangerous to be seen. You would think, with all of the poll numbers that are against Biden, that the best chance for him to turn it around would be to go on the Super Bowl where everybody in the country is watching and make your case. But he's too incompetent, too mentally deficient, too brain-addled to even give it a try.
And that's how they try to fix elections. They just won't let you see them. And then you've got that hypocrite heels up Harris talking about, uh, they asked her, what's the most important thing on getting the black vote back in your corner? What we have done to pardon tens of thousands of people for simple marijuana possession. Nobody should have to go to jail for smoking weed, right? Or to, to invest in and think about how they can participate in the manufacturing that we are funding here in South Carolina as it relates to electric vehicles. Wow. This woman, here's what a hypocrite she is. They're letting black people out of jail, she said, in South Carolina because they need votes. She put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations when she was attorney general in California. Then she laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked pot. She is such a buffoonish hypocrite. She's a cartoon character. And should something happen to Biden, and that's why we pray nothing does, she's in the White House. Holy cow. Of course, it wouldn't be her anyway. It'd be the same person as running Biden. It would be Obama. So there's really no worry that Harris would ever get in there. Remember when Joy Reid and the rest of the liberal liars told you that they weren't teaching critical race theory in schools? No, that's not even happening. That's just you MAGA uh, people doing that. Well, this woman by the name of Ikea Gross. Now, there's no more aptly named person unless it's Dick Durbin. But Ikea Gross, that's her name, is some woke kindergarten teacher in a school district in California. (laughs) Think about this now for a moment. A school district in California, I think it's called Glassbrook School District, Hayward, California, kindergarten. This is her speaking to the kindergartners. Yes, everyone, the rumors are true. I am anti-Israel. I am pro-Palestine. And I am 100% 100% 10 toes down anti-Israel. I believe Israel has no right to exist. I believe the United States has no right to exist. White supremacy destroys for the sake of destruction. Abolition destroys for the sake of creation. We are not the same. Y'all are the demons. Y'all are the villains. We've been trying to end y'all. Get free of y'all. That's kindergarten, folks. That wasn't A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Nope. That was, we're trying to get rid of y'all. Kill y'all. You're the oppressors. A little different than when I went to kindergarten. Bob, how about you? She wasn't done, by the way. Here's more wonderful indoctrination from the likes of Ikea Gross. Who keeps us safe? We don't police us. What paints the sky red? If we give back what was taken and honor what we receive. This is Jordan Neely. He did not have a home, so he spent a lot of time on the subway. On the subway, he danced like Michael Jackson. Three men decided to hurt him until he died. What a psychopath. And the school district's okay with that. Imagine that. That's kindergarten, folks. Kindergarten. 
as Joe Pesci said in Home Alone, he's a kindergartner. But Joy Reid says that that's not happening. There's no critical race theory being taught in our schools. Parents are fighting with school boards in, in cities and towns across the country over curricula that they believe teaches white kids that they are racist. None of this is actually happening. But who cares about a little old thing like the truth when you have the perfect campaign buzzword. It even has the magic word in it. Race. The word she loves to use all the time. She loves to talk about race. So we're all full of it out here that think critical race theory is being taught even though we just gave you evidence. We believe in evidence on this show. Joy Reid believes in running her unabashedly bigoted mouth. Uninformed. Illiterate. Screams and yells like a banshee. That's what she believes in. Well, we've talked about the media and how they don't cover the stories. And Greg Gutfeld last night talked about the chasm between the wall of the media covering stories and reality. But finally, it looks like that wall is crumbling like a wicker chair under Anna Navarro. <laughs> We've all seen the video of a dozen migrants attacking two cops in Times Square. The video seems to have broken through the media moat that protects the left and shown everyone what progressive policies on immigration really look like. And it's scarier than Jesse Waters without his hair and makeup. Yeah. For those who support law enforcement, the images have become like the famous Rodney King video, but in reverse. And it's hard for us to all just get along when we see the people we gave food, shelter, and cash then beat up our protectors. And now the media and Dems act like they suddenly care. Gee, I wonder if it has anything to do with this whole election year thingy. I guess you can't turn the country blue when you're turning its citizens black and blue. And so here in New York, progressives are sweating like AOC trying to make change for a quarter. <laughs> Oh, eloquently spoken, Greg Gutfeld. I mean, eloquently spoken, wasn't it? Spoken like a man who's had his nice cold can of Monster Energy drink to start his day, like I do. I have my Zero Ultra, 10 calories, 6 carbs, no sugar. Pick the flavor you want, though. You don't have to drink what I drink. But I advise Monster Energy drink because it gives you that punch of energy. That gets you going in the morning. It gives you that push and that focus that you're going to need the rest of the day. So if you've got big meetings, Monster Energy Drink and its focus is an ally. We know that Monster Energy Drink is not just a drink, but it's a lifestyle in a can. And it brings out your best. You'll be at the top of your game. Because you're going to have the most badass energy drink on the planet. Unleash the beast in you with a little Monster Energy Drink, and I know this, you'll be glad you did. You'll be very glad very, very glad that you did. All right, we're going to take a break here in the Monster Energy Drink, stl-cars.com, Kings Court. Phone lines will be open when we come back, 636-348-4460. Toby Keith's passing as we open the show today. Here is the full version of Happy Birthday, America, with Toby Keith. Happy Birthday, America. It's the 4th of July. Get to wake up in your freedom, but sometimes I wonder why. Seems like everybody's pissing 
on the red, white, and blue. Happy birthday, America, whatever's left of you. You were the darling when you saved the world, WW1 and 2. France would just be part of Germany now, hadn't been before you. All your children want to turn you in Something other than yourself You burn your flag in the city street More than anybody else Happy birthday, America It's the 4th of July Get you wake up in your Everybody's pissing on the red, white, and blue. Happy birthday, America. Whatever's left of you. Who they gonna count on? You're not there to take their call. Will the world keep right on spinning Without the greatest of them all Without the helping hand of God Your days are numbered, my old friend We're still gonna miss you, girl You were the best that's ever been And the right can't seem to get it right Most of the time Every time I go to town, boy I just come on with the blues The lesser of two evils All we ever get to choose It's the 4th of July I get to wake up in your freedom But sometimes I wonder why Seems like everybody's pissing On the red, white, and blue Happy birthday, America Whatever's left of you 
welcome you back in on this Tuesday afternoon. Kevin Slayton with you on the Monster Energy Drink, stl-cars.com. Kings Court, glad you could join us here on kevinslaytonshow.com, where we air the live show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9. The Unvarnished Truth, backed by facts and evidence. And we have the podcast, of course, right here on this website, but also on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, Anchor, and any place that you find podcasts. Hope you enjoyed Toby Keith's anthem to the state of America that we're in now. Happy birthday, America. Talk about a subtle shot at the way the left has turned this country into a third world country. Toby Keith passing away overnight at the age of 62, if you haven't heard the news yet, from cancer. Uh, That cancer started to get him about three years ago, stomach cancer, and it just progressed and gradually took the life of a tough guy, a real tough guy, a real cowboy. Folks, if you're out looking for cars this weekend, if you're interested in a used car, new car, SUV, truck, there's a new way of doing business in the car industry, and that's called stl-cars.com. Now, here's how easy it is to get yourself a new car. Remember the traditional way. Remember how frustrated you were during the process. Remember how long it took. Remember how worn out you were at the end of the day, even if you were able to get a deal done. Put that in the back of your memory bank. And then think about this. STL-cars.com. Go there. You can look at over a 1,000 vehicles to choose from. Cars, SUVs, trucks. Pick the one you want. That's as long as it'll take. Pick the one you want. Call Don or text him at 314-626-3251. 314-626-3251. Tell him what you want. Tell him what you want to pay for it. And then the rest is his. He'll, t- he'll do the rest. You can just relax. He'll even deliver it to you. Now, if you look on the website through the 1,000-plus vehicles and you can't find anything you like, Call or text Don at the same number, 314-626-3251. Tell him that. Say, Don, here's what I'm looking for. I can't find it on your website. He'll say, what do you want to pay for it? You tell him. And then he'll say, okay, on it. He has this vast network of inventory all throughout the country that he can choose from. He brought me my last vehicle from an SUV from Tennessee. My son's from Alabama. So it's pretty simple. He'll get it done for you. stl cars. Dot com. Go to the website, and he'll take it from there. All right, our phone lines are open, 636-348-4460. 348-4460. Give us a shout uh, if you have anything to talk about today from Toby Keith or any of the topics that we discussed, this border security bill, which isn't a border security bill. That's the biggest joke of all time. And it's quite frankly embarrassing. And here's another uh, beautiful uh, story about the corruption of our wonderful government. Now, you think that stories that come out about the pressure they put on different groups and about the lies that were told about the vaccine during all of that time. But we now find out that the uh, White House of Joe Biden tried to influence Amazon in March of 2021 to restrict selling books that express skepticism about the COVID vaccine. Now, this is according to emails the House Judiciary Committee obtained. Amazon and White House personnel corresponded between March 2nd and the 12th 
and had a meeting on March 9th, according to the emails. Amazon eventually caved in, limited the visibility of anti-vax books following criticism from the White House by not promoting them. Here's what one of the emails said. Who can we talk to about the high levels of propaganda and misinformation and disinformation on Amazon? This came from Andy Slavitt, who's the former White House senior advisor for the COVID response. Slavin lamented about how searching for vaccines under books on Amazon yields concerning results. In another email later that same day, Slavitt noted there was no Centers for Disease Control and Prevention warning on a certain book about vaccines. What do you mean a warning? You mean warning that they were telling the truth? One Amazon employee wanted to know if the White House wanted them to eliminate certain books from Amazon's website or if they wanted it to suppress them in search results. Is the Biden administration asking us to remove books or are they more concerned about search results or both in another email? Amazon had held off on taking action because it was worried about public perception, as it should be. But it was then feeling pressure from the White House, according to a March 12th email. In that same email about feeling the heat from the White House, the company thought about methods to reduce the visibility of anti-vax books. <laughs> Not just Twitter, but now Amazon. The company ended up, quote, enabling do not promote for anti-vax books whose primary purpose is to persuade readers that vaccines are unsafe or ineffective. This was a, an email chain. And we'll review additional handling options for these books with you. Wow. It's unbelievable. The White House also put pressure on YouTube to suppress COVID uh, vaccine information in April of 2021. These are documents previously published by the House Judiciary Committee that show Biden's former director of digital strategy, Robert Flaherty, told YouTube he wanted to coordinate on what the platform was doing to suppress anti-vax content. And, of course, we know that they influenced Facebook to censor any related content in 2021. So Facebook, YouTube, and now we find out Amazon as well all coerced, under pressure from the White House to either eliminate or not promote or hide by suppression in search results any books that might have a different viewpoint than the White House was trying to sell the people of America. That's what happens in China, North Korea, Iran, if they have any books, Russia, it's not what's supposed to happen in the United States, but it happens when Democrats are in charge because they love to censor, they love to suppress, they love to hide information from you because you don't have a right to hear it. How, do you, how you could vote for a Democrat is beyond my comprehension. You're an idiot. You're nothing more than a two-bit idiot. Because you're voting to suppress your own speech. You're voting to 
block information that could be coming to you about a very important topic like a vaccine, and you're voting to suppress that. You don't want to know. If you vote for a Democrat, that's what you're voting for. That's incredible. And for the one gazillionth time, you're probably saying to yourself, I never thought I'd hear about something like that in America. Except you just did. And it's true. Welcome to America, or what's left of it, as Toby Keith sings. That's incredible stuff. I don't even know what to say to it, except that it's true. So during that time, if you were looking for information to determine for yourself whether or not you should take this vaccine, and you went to Amazon to see if there were any books on the topic, they were hidden from you. Amazon conspired with the White House at the White House's request to hide them from you. It's unconscionable, really. And they wondered why there wasn't a CDC warning placed on these books. You see, folks, we don't make it up. We do give you facts. Because facts are important. And what we do is lay out the facts here, and then you decide what you want for you. That's the best way to do things. We try to get all the facts, put them out there, and then it's easy to make a decision, right? Because you're making an informed decision. But when you don't have all the facts, or when you're being lied to by the government and by companies in this country, big tech companies, Amazon, being lied to by these people, it's pretty hard to make an informed decision. Which is why, of course, you can never trust Facebook, YouTube, Amazon, any of these companies. Can't trust any one of them. Why would you? We already know they are part of the criminal enterprise of this White House. They're simply the propaganda arm. That's all they are. Are you stunned to hear this? Our phone lines are open 636-348-4460. 636-348-4460. wonder what Chuck Schumer and his hair plugs would say about that. Since he thinks uh, that he wants us to believe that he undertook arduous negotiations to come up with a bill that has nothing to do with border security everything to do with keeping the border open, and everything to do with hampering the Biden successor, Donald Trump. That's what you have. Again, don't take my word for it. The bill, I think, is, what is it, 280 pages, something like 380 pages? It's like a, a book. Or just go and get the summaries of it. They did a pretty good summary last night on one of the TV shows. can't remember which one it was. But it's unreal. Absolutely sickening. 
that they're limiting access. Wow. That's scary stuff, man. That's the way it is. That's your country. Happy birthday, America, or what's left of it. What is left of it? Is it even recognizable to you anymore? Is, is this the United States where people, where government censors you, blocks you from information, forces companies under pressure to block information from getting to you on serious topics like the vaccine and whether or not you should take it and what are the possible side effects, what are the possible complications? Shouldn't we know that stuff? If you think we should know that stuff and you still vote for a Democrat, you should never be able to vote again. You're too stupid. I believe that stupid people shouldn't be allowed to vote. I really believe that. Now, who determines whether they're stupid or not? Well, I've always said, just give them a little civics test. Just a civics test will do. Or maybe an IQ test. Maybe we set the level at a certain IQ. Because really, do you want 30 IQ people voting? I don't. Why should they have the same right to vote as somebody else who actually understands the issues? They shouldn't. They shouldn't be able to cancel your vote. Now, if I really wanted to tell you the truth, I wouldn't let any liberals vote, but that's just me. I really wouldn't do that, but it would sure help the country. But I would welcome their vote. We are a democracy and an open country, we can have freedom of thought. When I say open, I mean open to thought, not open to borders. But it ain't going to happen in this country, or what's left of it, as Toby Keith so eloquently put it. Rest in peace, Toby Keith, a giant in the music industry, a giant American, and a giant patriot. Love you, Mom. Love you, Dad. Love you, Maureen. That's going to wrap us for today. So long, everybody. It's the 4th of July Get to wake up in your freedom But sometimes I wonder why Seem like everybody's pissing On the red, white, and blue Happy birthday, America Whatever's left of you